to Sunday Funday. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldberger. And I'm your Ice Queen, Carolyn Crow. Today we've got an early Christmas present for you, or non-denominational holiday present for you, as you wish. <laughs> or a late Hanukkah present, I guess. Ooh, we get, this is your late Hanukkah present. <laughs> it's the 10th, 11th, 12th night of Hanukkah. <laughs> Why, it's our very first episode that we recorded, but never released. Talenti Chocolate Peanut Butter Cup. Yeah, and it's a good one. I mean, I, I feel like we've mentioned on previous episodes that we both kind of wanted to give this straight fives when we tasted yeah, it. Yeah, And I got to tell you, when I was listening to it again for this release, mm-hmm. uh, it really made me want some. Me too. I was like, man, that sounds good. <laughs> Do we eat all that? We must have. That yeah. was months ago. A lot has happened since then, though. We've done a whole podcast for many, low these many months since low then. Low these many months. I've been really enjoying it yeah me too we're sitting very close to each other right now in yeah. our matching christmas up in our little jams i know we usually record in separate rooms but this is yeah nice. you can like feel the energy guys <laughs> this is why this podcast still works because we we keep things fresh well and we hope that you all like it but we we do really enjoy doing something creative together yeah. and uh, having an excuse to taste and discuss delicious treats. So thank you for coming along for the journey. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't hate ice cream yet. I thought <laughs> this this long into it, I'd be like, Ugh, ice cream, no thanks. It's like, no, I'm, I'm in. I'm still into it. But we're really excited about what we're going to be doing in 2024. We've talked a lot Absolutely. about doing more wacky flavors. That yeah. was your request. Yeah, you know, there's there's some wacky, there's some wacky flavors out <laughs> there and some Looney Tunes flavors. Let's do it. Yeah, Marcelo wants to do the ranch dressing and the mac and cheese. I'll do whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> Let's try something crazy. Let's go nuts. Yeah. But no nuts. No nuts. No, he doesn't like the nuts, but... Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do some some funky stuff like that. We are also going to be launching a Patreon. Yes, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, we've got some funny names. Oh, you know we love a funny name. I cannot wait for all of you to be in the Scoop Troop with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our Scoopies get in the troop. Or what were the other ones? Scoop Troop. They gotta you gotta wait. Oh, to find out. This what is a tease! Right what a here. tease! You got, what a you tease! You get one. You get Scoop Troop, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> You gotta join. You gotta join up. Go yeah. to the page to find out the rest. Yeah, and after this episode, we've got a really fun extra scoop coming up. We're gonna be tasting Tillamook peppermint bark. Yes, so you were definitely doing a nice holiday seasonal flavor. Mm-hmm. That peppermint bark, and that one's gonna drop on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I feel the animals. I mean, you feel the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Home Alone is taking over our house. Yeah, it really has. Um. Yeah, and then a whole new year of podcasting fun. Yeah, the new things to come, new flavors to try, new new friends to make, new new um, recommendations for you to give us to do on the podcast. You know what? You say new friends to make, and that, that reminds me, I have really been delighted by all of the nice people that we've met through this <laughs> yes. podcast. Yeah, honestly, we have really branched out and, and gotten to know some people really well and just even gotten to know people we already know even mm-hmm. better because of it. Mm-hmm, yes. Anything else we want to tell our friends? Yeah, the most important thing I can think of in this intro is please forgive the terrible audio in oh, this first episode. Oh, that is important. There's like echoes and bonks yeah. and sorry about that. We we were new to it. We didn't have nice mics yet, so please forgive us. Yes, sorry. And if you thought our audio wasn't like perfect in our regular podcast. And it's not. See see the how it used to be. Right. Was, All right, actually, they've come a long way. They're doing pretty good. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, once we got that sweet, sweet Patreon coming in, maybe we can upgrade all the equipment. (laughs) Get that nice chrome mic. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's going to do it for for our little intro here. So please enjoy the episode. Yeah, I do hope you enjoy the episode. It's before the invention of the Wheel of Toppings. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We've still got Wheel of Float, but Wheel of Toppings uh, hasn't existed yet. Yeah, so. yeah. Enjoy the genesis of Wheel of Toppings. Well, with that, let's put a cherry on top for today. Wait, no, I guess we shouldn't do that. No. We? No outro, huh? No outro. Yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll see y'all on Christmas. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Sunday Fun Day. I am your host, Marcelo Goldberger, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Carolyn Crow. Hey, Carolyn. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> Carolyn, like, you know, this is, I really came from you, you know, what, what inspired you to, to do this? Well, I love treats. As you know, um, I was a pastry chef and chocolatier for about a decade and i'm on the record as saying that a brownie sundae is a perfect dessert so i feel like you're skipping ahead there that's like (laughs) that's like the the meat on the bone we gotta chew on that you gotta save that for later baby spoiler alert don't give it all away at the top brownie sundae is perfect dessert I'm, i'm already on the record um, we'll go into all of our little foibles about what we like about ice cream. We're very different people. I've seen nothing in my time with you, but you wanting to share that with people and the world and teaching people so they have the knowledge not to be, you know, snooty about it, but to like, you know, enjoy it that much more. That's true. That's all true. Yeah, you know, some of the format that we're going to be doing here is like every week we're going to be rating a new ice cream. Oh, not every week. Because we do have children and jobs. So we are going to be here on the first and third Monday of every That's month. True. Not every week. That's a good point. Those things eat up both our ice cream and our money. <laughs> so, you know, but every episode we'll be rating a different ice cream. We have a kind of metric that we'll be going over. We have a little rating system that we can go over a little bit to kind of give you a feel for what we're going for here. Um, do you want to go over that or? Yeah, we can definitely go over that. Um, when you say we have a little metric, what we actually have is a very sophisticated rating system that I developed in my career as an event planner and uh, pastry contest coordinator. So I just sort of took my old format that I used for Uh, baking competitions and chocolatier competitions and I sort of tweaked it to be specific to ice cream so it's weighted and just like us after we've had some ice cream just gonna say yes (laughs) weighted go on (laughs) and so let's talk about our very first ice cream that we're gonna gonna rate I would love to introduce this week's ice cream which is actually a gelato It is Talenti gelato, and the flavor is chocolate peanut butter cup. And this is an ice, I'm sorry, this is a gelato that's very widely available at pretty much any grocery store, super target or whatever. But super target, is that like better than a regular target? Are you not familiar 
with Super Target? This you're not a Target possum? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're the hus I'm a husband and that's what happens. You don't hear about the super target. I just I just get the regular target. Super target is any target with a grocery section. Gotcha. So Talenti Gelato started as a little storefront gelateria in Dallas, Texas. Oh Dallas. See, si, Dallas. In way back in olden times in 2003. Hmm. And it was founded by Josh Hoshuler. Hoshuler? Sorry, Josh. Josh Hoshuler. We're gonna, um, I'm gonna talk to the producer to just like <laughs> really just do some serious investigation on names going forward. I'm so sorry, Josh. You know what? Don't feel too bad for Josh because he started his gelateria in 2005. I'm sorry, in 2003 closed the shop in 2005 to focus his business on hotels and restaurants and eventually grocery stores. Mm. And the business did great. So in 2014, Talenti was acquired by a big British corporation called Unilever. Mm. Spoiler alert, you're probably going to hear about Unilever a lot over the course of this ice cream podcast. This podcast brought to you by Unilever. <laughs> so all kinds of things are brought to you by Unilever, including condiments, baby food, cleaning agents, pet food, and more. Hmm. Yeah, it's still made here in the USA. Yeah, nice. And I don't know what our friend Josh is doing now. I hope he's on a beach somewhere counting his gelato money. The brand Talenti takes its name from... Bernardo Buentalenti, a celebrated artist of the 16th century, and he worked for most of his life for the Medici family. Over the decades of his career, he was a celebrated architect, stage designer, painter, mathematician, and miniature maker. So he's a true Renaissance man, right? At some point before his death... Wait, in li six liter literally, literally a yes. Renaissance man. This was yes. the Renaissance. Okay, It's gotcha. a little... Technically, it's a little bit after the Renaissance, but... But would I run, would have run into him in Assassin's Creed 2? Uh, that's a different podcast. I don't uh, I'll know. Re I'll research that. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I'll get back to you. So at some point before his death in 1608, our friend Bernardo invented gelato. <laughs> and he, had, he didn't call it the Bernardo. What's a, it's just like, you lost it, man. Bernardo was a pioneer in keeping ice cold. And <laughs> yeah. He was a pioneer that? in keeping ice cold? Yes. Yes. Wow. Ice in addition cold. to being an amazing miniature maker and stage designer, he invented new ways to keep ice cold. And ultimately, it led to the invention of. Italian ice cream, also known as gelato. So that's actually a question I was going to have. Uh, is it, are we like crazy for starting off with a gelato instead of an ice cream? Or are they the same thing? Or what's, what's the difference here? So I don't think anybody would argue with including gelato in an ice cream podcast. They are, in the way that they're made, they are more or less the same. A gelato generally has less cream and more milk. So 
that's going to mean a lower fat content. It will often have less eggs or no eggs at all, which again is going to lead to a lower fat content. So when you have less dairy, less eggs, less fat, that means that your flavors are going to shine through more. Mm. So you can think of gelato as dense and intense. The flavors are more intense and it's also going to have less air pumped into it in the spinning process. So it's not as light and airy as many ice creams are. All right. I like that. Dense and intense, like me and my guys' friends talking about comic books and stuff like that. Yeah, so that you guys well. are definitely We're dense and intense. Dense and intense. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what, what makes an ice cream an ice cream, I guess? You know, like gelato, you're saying falls under ice cream, like they can be comparable, you know? Generally, I would say an ice cream is going to be custard-based. What's custard? I, <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to break it down real, know, real deep I here, know. dense and intense. All right. Let me, let me go back. <laughs> ice cream is going to be a dairy or plant-based custard. And we'll just have to put a pin in custard. It's a dairy or plant-based custard that has been frozen and spun, like whipped mm -hmm. simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So an ice cream machine works by mixing the ice cream while simultaneously freezing it. Okay. So traditionally gelato is gonna do the spinning part more slowly. Something like a semi-fredo, which I used to like to make at restaurants where I didn't have ice cream machines, you, instead of doing it simultaneously, you whip the custard and then immediately after you whip it, you freeze it so that it's not quite the same, but it's, it's close. But there's whipping and freezing and getting a custard base essentially and whipping and freezing that is what's right. leading to this world of right. iced cream. You're incorporating air and you're freezing. All right. Gotcha. Let's talk about our delicious ice cream that we tried today. Our delicious gelato. We oh, tried today. yes. Beautiful pronunciation. Let's take a quick break before we do that, though. All right, welcome back. And now it's the moment you've all been waiting for the ice cream taste test. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, so yeah, this week uh, we'll be rating the the chocolate peanut butter cup by Talenti. We'll be surprising each other with our score and go over um, what we think. That's right. I want you to picture a married couple sitting next to each other, eating ice cream in silence and making notes. And it's not depressing and it's not like the Sex and the City reboot where Miranda and Steve eat ice cream and it's supposed to be sad. It's actually very happy and fun. But we were watching something on streaming and paused it to do that. So, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, let's. Yeah, we 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 tasted the ice cream. It was great. And uh, let's was see Was it we great, think. though? <gasps> was it? Gasp. Yes, it was. Ooh. It was amazing. 
All right, well, let's get into it. Shall yeah. I go first or do you want to go first? I mean, I feel like I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming hot here. You're so coming better, in pretty hot, yeah. Coming in pretty hot, so let's get to it. I mean, I thought it was delicious. I, I thought it was delectable. Uh, I thought it was rich and smooth. Can you tell a little bit about like what it is? Like you have the container right in front of you there. So like what's the marketing blurb about what this flavor is? Let's see. Um, what is the marketing blurb? There's got to be a blurb. <clears throat> so this is recipe 20. Uh, <laughs> mini peanut butter cups folded into milk chocolate gelato with swirls of peanut butter. Ooh. <laughs> so rich. <laughs> so I want to hear about what your score on a scale of one to five was for taste texture creativity and visual appeal so go for it gotcha so i mean it's hard with the first one to know what the kind of balance is and not i didn't want to like blow it out so i tried to be i was it was like do i give it all fives i can't that would be wild for the first one so you know for the taste i gave five like i couldn't find anything about strictly the taste that i had any issues with i gave it the full five and because the taste was there it was the the milk chocolate was great the the peanut butter was in there and good and yummy and like those those again those those little chunks that were in there just like i would eat those by themselves let alone like within the and they all just like mixed together really well and felt of a piece there wasn't any clashing flavors uh the texture i gave a four again just like super smooth just like it just just like buttery you know deliciousness on the tongue and i guess the the ding that i gave it was because because those little chunks were so big they're they're nice sized chunks and then within them when you eat them they kind of like explode in flavor it's not just like a hard piece of chocolate it's like a creamy sensation when you bite into it like a real peanut butter cup yeah like a real peanut butter cup yeah it just felt like that maybe took away from the texture of the ice cream because that mm. just when i bit into one of those ice cream went bye-bye and mm-hmm. i was just working on that so mm-hmm. like i would rather if it's not about the ice cream or the gelato in that this case then like i'm gonna give you a ding there because the the gelato wasn't the main thing there it wasn't put above everything else it was kind of put to the side whenever you bit into that so four on texture because it's still really good uh, <laughs> and for creativity I mean, I should probably have given it lower than a three. I give it a three. Um, I mean, it's not creative, you know, it's probably pretty bare bones, probably deserve like a two, essentially, Um, uh, because there's nothing creative. And that's fine. Like, again, that's why it gets the 10% in the waiting factor sort of thing, because who who cares if it tastes so good. Um, But yeah, it just wasn't very creative, but it didn't wasn't like poorly creative either i don't know sure. it's, i'm still figuring out how create how what kind of scale to go on creativity so a three on creativity and finally a four for visual appeal because i mean you look at it and it's like yeah i'll, I'll eat that <laughs> <laughs> oh no it looks delicious it's got chunks <laughs> in it and it's a nice rich brown flavor and you know a nice uh, yeah so it was good so with a five for taste, four for texture, three for creativity, and four for visual appeal, ends up with a total score of 4.4. That's a pretty good score. Pretty good, right? It's a very good score. And I have to say that as I was eating it, I was also thinking like, oh no, I can't just blow it out on the first one. Yeah. Because it was a really good, really good gelato. I enjoyed it too. 
But then I tapped into my super critical pastry chef brain mm. and I found some quibbles. Excellent. That's why you're here. <laughs> so I scored it a four on taste. I was really struck by the crazy contrast between the super salty and really savory peanut butter mm -hmm. and the very sweet chocolate base. In fact, the, the chocolate was maybe a little too sweet for me. I would have preferred more intensity out of the chocolate, but when you contrast it with that super salty peanut butter, they really balanced each other nicely. Yeah. Um, so, so that's how I feel about taste. And you're going to hear me talk about contrast a lot because a perfect dessert is all about contrast of taste and texture and temperature. That's why when you get into a hot fudge sundae and you have the hot fudge and the cold ice cream, it, mm, it just hits all of those notes at the same time. As for texture, I found it just a teensy bit grainy on mm. my tongue i didn't find it to be quite as silky smooth oh my i know so i gave it a four for a texture because of that little bit of graininess but i do agree that the the big chunks of peanut butter cup and even like the little chocolate shavings in yeah. there mm -hmm. were really nice yeah creativity I also gave it a three, but I should have given it a two, yeah, there probably. We go, there we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> and I gave it a three for visual appeal because I did want that uh, slightly darker chocolate, chocolate and that, that would come with a darker chocolate color. That being said, since you had those sort of tan, brownish peanut butter chunks in there in order to achieve a color contrast you would really have to keep the chocolate base pretty light so i understand why it is the way it is it's yeah. just not exactly the way i would want it to be sure visual appeal i gave it a three okay so two threes there and what was your your final score final score 3.8 all right, and a 4.4 for me. Not yeah, bad. Not bad at all. So I'm going to plug those into our master spreadsheet here. And I can tell you that our final score for this particular frozen treat is 4.1. Whoa, we got over four. <laughs> we did it, guys. We made it over yeah. a four. No, Josh made it. No, Unilever made it. Thank you, Unilever. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the baby food and the pet food and the ice cream. And the cleaning product. <laughs>All right, so that does it for the taste test portion, and we'll move on to our next section, which is... Will it float? So we are going to talk about, uh, in this section, what is going to be a good pairing for uh, floating this ice cream? What If you're going to dunk it into a glass, what is the soda base that's going to hold it? So, of course, the classic float is a root beer float. That's going to be root beer, vanilla ice cream, bing, bang, boom beautiful if i were going to try to pair this particular gelato with a soda 
I'm not sure that I would since it has the peanut butter cup inclusions. Yeah. You don't necessarily want to float something that has inclusions in it, but that's especially true when you're talking about something that includes like bits of cone or pretzel. That would be terrible in a float. But something like this where it's a chocolate base mix-in, I think it's going to be okay as a float. It's a very specific flavor combination, but I think you could get away with making a cream soda chocolate peanut butter float. Mm -hmm. I, I think that might be pretty tasty. And for our grownups who are listening, perhaps a dark beer like a stout might oh, yeah. be tasty with this. That'd be really good. Yeah, that's what I would do. I like that. So also we're going to do our subsection that my wife doesn't know about yet called dessert definitions. And <laughs> if you could, for the audience, say what is an inclusion? Oh, sure. Yeah. An inclusion is anything that's included in your ice cream. Would and chocolate it, chips be an inclusion? I would say so. Yeah. I generally think of it as anything that you have to mix in after the freezing process. All right, and now we're headed into our next section, Topping Stack. Uh, every week, we'll be talking about a topping that would pair well with uh, today's ice cream. So what would you put on top of this? Obviously, anytime you have an inclusion, something that's mm -hmm. already inside there, it's hard to think of yet another topping to put on top of it. So that's tough. I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, you cannot possibly go wrong with hot fudge. I don't know how we're going to keep this segment from just becoming Carolyn Loves Hot Fudge. So... Let's talk about one of your favorite kinds of sundaes, a banana split. If you were to have chocolate peanut butter gelato in a banana split, what would you also want included in that sundae? Hmm. I mean, that's a really good pairing there. Some bananas. That's and a good pairing. I hate banana. And even I know that's a good you pairing. Do. You can still know objectively that that is correct. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the cherry on top's not bad. Gotta have the cherry, on, the top. cherry on top. And you gotta have whipped cream. The whipped cream, yeah, that seems pretty essential. How would you feel about the addition of caramel? Because you have hmm. the saltiness of the peanut butter. Yeah. Plus that little bit of bitterness and sweetness from the chocolate. So I, yeah. I don't know if you're getting enough contrast out of a caramel. You might be yeah. better off with the hot fudge or dare i say it marshmallow sauce yeah marshmallow i think that's a different enough sensation that you're getting in there that that might be that might have a good feel to it yeah mm -hmm. those are all great toppings it's time to wrap it up and Part of what we should do when we wrap it up is talk about what we're going to taste next time so mm -hmm. that if people want to taste along at home with us, they can get the right ice cream. I like that. A little sneak preview and yeah. can yeah, join along. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So next week, or I'm sorry, not next week. Aha. <sighs> it's hard. Next episode, we are going to be tasting Briar's Mint Chocolate Chip. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us on our first podcast. And um, 
the cherry on top this week is thanks for tuning in and and we love you love you guys bye